Yahoo! I can't quite get that without going full tilt. Right, yeah, without being insanely loud. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't want to subject my wife to that. But, like, <laughs> I, I feel like I could get there if I could just scream long enough. I just watched the episode of Sopranos where Tony's like, remember when is the lowest form of conversation? And I'm gutted because all I ever do <laughs> is quote Simpsons or like obscure lines from Disney movies that people like they aren't the ones worth remembering. But I'm like, remember when I <laughs> made a face when you saw a naked lady? It's all I do. Yeah. So I'm having a bit of an existential crisis. Uh, just bear with me there. But we'll that's make what it Movie work. Club is for. Is Thank for you. tearing open the past and being like, oh, this was my entire personality. <laughs> Wahoo-hoo-hooey. Yeah. Wahoo-hoo-hooey. <laughs> I'm a reserved and mature goofy fan in my 30s. and welcome i'm the catalyst for the millennial furry awakening rocks dan <laughs> and this is the perfect podcast <laughs> paragon marathon very nice thank you oh she really did the thing didn't she oh yep. roxanne oh <laughs> this movie oh. is so much of my brain as it turns out <laughs> Just about a singing boy who doesn't really understand high school. <laughs> My son who loves to sing and dance. <laughs> uh, well, when I was your age, I never been invited to a party. Uh, hi, I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That line was too sad. I'll try my other one. Howdy, folks. Who's your favorite possum? It's Sarah. It's Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Very vivid memories from that scene. We can talk about it later. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm Tom here to r remind you that uh, if you like this movie in the 90s when you were 11, that's totally fine. But if you like it now, you are under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> We're oh, recording this on our way to jail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I have gone to international waters where I cannot be persecuted for my love of a goofy movie. I, I think the secret thread of the entire podcast is like discovering the origin of furries. Uh, and this, <laughs> We're on it's the just, case. <laughs> yeah, it's just furries all the way down, though. <laughs> like, we can't go deep enough to find the source. Are we like... Well, no. Uh, let's look at this because Disney has been doing oh, I'll look at cartoon it. <laughs> like romances between animals since like Bambi, maybe even before then. And like, yeah. I bet Bambi was like actual animals, so like that's pretty unforgivable. Like that's pretty 
fucked up. Yeah. But like, what what's the next generation of that? Like, I was gonna say the textbook definition of bedroom eyes is that uh, picture of Nala from Grown Up Lion yeah. King times. Well, I was thinking of that too. Like, I think Girl Bambi probably does that to Bambi, but like a much more tame version. Because Nala's just like egregiously horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is going to be our first not safe for work episode. That's fun. Well, okay. As a milestone. Because to segue directly into the opening of the Goopy movie, we begin with like a max. They should call it the Goopy movie, and it's gross. I don't want to do this anymore. We open on a max wet dream. Yeah. We do. It's the sequence from Gladiator. He's in the fields of Elysium. But, like, way hornier. But, yeah, definitely way hornier. My first notes are all like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's, like, literally on a pedestal. Like, actually, he's put her on a pedestal. Like, she's, like, jumping off of it. Like, that's the funniest thing I've seen. Like, this is the original. It, this is, like, if he didn't have such a loving dad, like, this is step one of inceldom. Like, he's, <laughs> he's a yeah. dangerous terrorist. Oh my god, that makes the plot so much more like close to the real issues and important. <laughs> and it's kind of accurate because like he's constantly like, I'm a fucking freak. I don't deserve her. And everyone's like, You're fine, bro. Right. Like You're this is fine. Positive nerd dating in this. Uh the mm-hmm. like head of class president Stacy is like a blossom with the big old braces and everything. Yeah. And yeah. she's getting really like catcalled, but no one seems upset. Like it was a cool, fine thing because it was a nerd that just, did it. She's yeah. the best because she everyone loves her, so that yeah. makes sense. Like, she is like beloved. Another fantasy: a, a class president who is beloved by all and not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just really annoying. Like, well, <laughs> she's going to be in the like young and successful goofy town uh, mm-hmm. up and comers. She's going to be mayor one day. She's got that, that kind of nerd so. charisma. I don't want to move yeah. past. I don't want to move past the dream sequence too fast. No, no exactly. This is a diversion. Cut it. She is. She no, don't cut it. But like <laughs> Jesus, she is way too hot. Like they need to turn that dial way down <laughs> yeah. to still have it be like a horny kids movie. Like, and I get that it's like a sex dream he's having that then segues into an I'm a freak. It's puberty, right? Like, you ask a Disney man to illustrate puberty, and you get this, like, incredibly, like, chaste but suggestive longing in, like, white virginal robes in a golden field. And then they roll around on the grass, not touching. There's space between them. but like, Mm -hmm. And they switch from hay to grass. I feel like a roll in the hay, even that, like, analogy is too close for them. Good point. Yeah. Well, they made up for it with the hip to waist ratio of every woman <laughs> character in this movie. Be- so. Yeah. No, it gets wild. One um, of the uh, animators real. got like demoted back down to Goof Troop because he wouldn't stop making the power line dancers uh, doing like the Paula Abdul sexy dances. Yeah. They were like, man, oh my God. you got to tone it back. And like, no. they didn't. But he still got not. his. I refuse, yeah, he was sir. still fired. <laughs> Sent straight to Pixar to work on the moms. Dumpers. God is speaking through my pencil when I give this dog a mammoth ass. (laughs) I can feel it changing the future. (laughs) I can feel God's pleasure. (laughs) So, like, he's to start off because I think we might have skipped. We're doing a goofy movie. This is. (laughs) Mm. This is. Is it 1995? Shoot. It is. 1995, Disney. 
clearly. Uh, and like to, I was thinking about like if they wanted a Disney centric movie about teens, like what other option would they have? Like they can't give Mickey like a hot kid, or like you nope. know, like there's they're at options. So like Goofy is really the only avenue where they can like get weird with it and not upset like the Disney core. No, that's exactly much. it. It was a spinoff from the popular TV series, A uh, Goof Troop. That's mm. why like that Max first. is aged up a little. This is why PJ yeah. doesn't need introduction because Pete's never been a father that. before. What they're really pulling off is the big, they're trying to uh, domino from the insane heat generated by the Goof Troop Super Nintendo video game, <laughs> which is like actually one of the greatest video games ever made. And the guy <laughs> who designed it, uh, Shinji Mikami is like a genius who like went on to invent Resident Evil and like all these other important video games and like that's why when you listen I promise to contain this to one small section but like when you play the Super Nintendo Groove Troop like Dan you remember this game right oh it's like barely it's like a top-down co-op puzzle action game where you play as Max and Goofy together, and you can, like, throw items back and forth. Oh, my God, And yep. they have <laughs> unique abilities between each of them, so you actually have this, like, asynchronous co-op gameplay going on. Yeah, this is uh, Portal 2. <laughs> dude, it is an insanely good game. It was always, like, the weird rental where you're like, uh, like, all that's left is, like, this fucking Disney game. Every other movie tie-in game is, like, a piece of rancid shit. Yes. And Goof Troop is, like... <laughs> secretly the best game on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Okay, I gotta look this up after. That's wonderful. I have some yeah. emulating to do. Oh my god. But yeah, like, we're doing a good... So, the premise is that Max and Max's goofy son, who's like a teen, I guess, like 15, maybe? Four, yeah, I think yeah. he's like probably. new in high school. Early high school. Right? Early high school. And th- we, we never know what happens to his mom, but clearly they have established in the lore, Goofy has fucked at least once. Uh, so I just want to say there are no moms in this city. No one has a mom. There are only dads. This is a dad town. There's a bunch of nuns. <laughs> yeah, no mothers. Yeah. Pete, just Pete, and then just Roxanne's weird dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's it. No moms. We never see moms. Weird. We don't need them, apparently. Weird. They're fine. There are a lot of strong, supportive dads in this town who have stepped up to look after their sons, and some of know. them are raising yeah. them right and some are being fucking nightmares about it like wow about like, half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a 50 50 split but <laughs> pete is on his way to being like menendez for sure yeah <laughs> i was <laughs> by fear. Oh uh, i also just want to put it in aside from the goof troop imdb i learned which is that pete's last name is pete <laughs> pete, pete? we got a pete, mario mario situation so PJ, <laughs> yeah. is pjp pj pete peg pete the super hot wife that's only in the show and not the yeah. uh, movie. Right. Which is just critically uh, someone's eagle, like based off of Peggy uh, Married Bundy. with children. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. Holy like it's crap. not Katie her Seagal. acting character. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there, there are no moms. This is a dad movie about dad time, about being a dad. It's about kissing your dad on the lips and loving it. <laughs> that's um, your favorite thing. I, it's really funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just I thought it had been de-weaponized from years of McElroy content, but it no, still hits every time. Still palpable. <laughs> de-weaponized. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but what is a dad's biggest fear? It's that their son, due to negligence, will be put in the electric chair after joining a gang, which is mm. threatened to Goofy. 
after his yeah. son acts out with a song and dance. An impromptu yeah. assembly disrupting dance. Ugh. Yeah, and then so Wallace Shawn calls, you know, your dad and tells him <laughs> that you're literally going to fucking die. Uh, that you're going to get killed by the state and then doesn't elaborate and hangs up. Yeah, uh, no, which is, <laughs> I assume how, like, most public schools uh, try and intercept. Like, that's a pretty standard intervention, right? Like, <laughs> your son's a fucking menace for singing and dancing. How dare he I hope he, he dies. He's befriended a Polly Shore. It can only go down from here. Yeah, I think what it is is that the principal's real mad on that phone call because immediately prior, Max, uh, like, metaphorically uh, bangs his secretary. Right, and before that, tried to kill him, like, dropping him down a trap door. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a cartoon, but if you were a middle-aged man, not, like, an unsuspectingly fell through a thing, like, what kind of hole mad. do you think you could survive at this point, Tom, with our failing mm-hmm. 30-year-old bodies? It's oh, really yeah. unclear, according to this movie. Let me tell you. So, <laughs> Good point. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> um, but so uh, through that, we don't have to go through that whole musical number, which I will never let's forget. Say um, how fucking rad the song is. The yeah. thing about this movie that stands out. <laughs> We're talking about first like song. The first song. After stand today. Out. <laughs> no, uh, that's above. not stand out. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. All right. Yeah, so there's there some power line bangers to keep straight from the like mimetic musical numbers. I know, and they are the best songs in the movie, but it yeah. is sort of a musical around them. And, like, oh, hell yeah. other than the fact that there are some enormous gaps with no songs that feel really weird and boring. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, it's not a standard musical. I think they were really flying by the seat of their pants on this one, but that's okay. After, after Today is the most classic, boring type of musical intro that exists. Mm-hmm. And it works fine. Like, there's a reason, because it's just, like, Sets everything up and sets up the main character's goals and relationships. She looked right through me. And who could blame her? I want to die. It's I want real to scream. Tell Backman energy, yeah. I, I <laughs> love that teen in teen movies, like every interaction has to be a positive interaction, or else yeah. you feel like dying. <laughs> Or else like you writing feel, a very emo poem. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't allow for a girl for a second to be like I don't know, just like yeah. thinking about math or something. Like, <laughs> never happens. And like every moment they talk, she's like, I I really like you. And he's like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> it's like such a positive way to like make an impression on students, but like we have to talk about the scene of him actually performing as Powerline. Because, like, sure. first of all, Max can fucking move. He's a good dancer. Like, he's got some skills. So whatever yeah. move he's doing, props. My son can sing and dance. Uh, and <laughs> My son? <laughs> he has to fight constantly against the awkwardness of puberty and becoming his father. But he seems mm. to have real grace before, like, in yeah. moments between those and second, outbursts. Like, this, uh, like school interruption like i've seen plenty of talent shows but well not plenty like i saw a couple in high school where someone went up on stage and thought like this is my goofy movie moment or something similar to that extent of like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna fucking knock their socks off and then like sang out of pitch or did a really yep. bad dance like he actually served so oh, yeah. kudos to him for putting the work in putting the effects in getting it done yeah, most of the credit goes to PJ Pete and uh, 
Pauly Shore. Yeah, his amazing yeah. audiovisual team. Like, yeah. and uh, like, what's the word for like stunt coordinators? Like, he was pulling <laughs> all like the pulley and the flying. Oh, and and so okay. Like, I had questions about this, and like they were eventually answered. But the intro is kind of confusing because like the principal eventually shuts down his his musical number before the crescendo. But before that happens, everyone's into it. And like all the cool seniors who were like, this guy's a dork in the intro are like, this guy's the coolest guy I've ever seen. Like, yeah. this is this is so amazing. This is what's dangerous about a goofy movie is it makes you think <laughs> that this could work. Well, yeah, it's very true. It's propaganda in that direction because <laughs> the principal shuts it down. And Max seems to think like, oh, no, since my stunt was shut down before its natural conclusion, everyone hates me and thinks yeah. I'm a loser. And like they were all like screaming his <laughs> name with adulation like seconds ago. He wanted it all. He needed well, <laughs> approval from the like staff as well. Yeah, I didn't win the principal over. <laughs> yeah. In his mind, it was like, no, it's not me performing. I am pretending to be Powerline. Like I am Powerline in this performance. Oh, and then like my, he was found my out. Visage. Yeah, like ah. I've been revealed to be a fraud. And he thought that everyone would think it would be super lame. Like, I don't know. I guess I, you're I right. Really, I don't really know the plan. The, you're right. The hottest girl in school goes, who's that guy? And yeah. uh, so I guess the mystery. He's yeah. like the Phantom of the Opera. Right. Second She's dressed crime. like the she dancers from In Living Color. Hot. It's wild. <laughs> Second crime. Yeah. Well, listen, we glossed over it. But after the wet dream, which is extremely horny, uh, <laughs> the intro song has a bunch of characters who either look like a freaky monster thing yeah. in human clothes or an extremely hot furry yeah there's no in between <laughs> there's no middle ground yeah not allowed in a goofy movie you are either born beautiful or accepted <laughs> but live as a freak for <laughs> forever yeah. yeah it's a wonder that pete has as high a self-esteem as he does right he's like fine. He, yeah he rocks that he's like a capitalist success later yeah i guess and he's a man so he's like this is just what power looks like <laughs> that's right yeah got it yeah Exactly. He makes infinite money as Goofy's superior at the photography section of the Walmart. <laughs> he must be breaking bad or something. Like, I don't know. He's got that on me. Yeah, he's a victim of like 90s boom where he's like, I can just finance this RV. No problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> that makes more sense. Maybe he sold his wife. I don't know. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, he led the initiative to get rid of every mom in the town. <laughs> They're holding us back. Yeah. I I just have to it's just in case it didn't get said later. This guy is like the Disney guy, the voice actor who's like voiced Pete in lots of stuff forever. Yeah. Um and like assorted Disney villains and assorted just like Disney characters. Mm -hmm. I just love his voice so like he's so too. fucking amazing. Jim voice Cummings. actors are fucking incredible. Like I love Listen, it's partly because of Kingdom Hearts, which is extremely <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. But Kingdom Hearts 2 is like actually kind of a good game. But anyway, this guy's legacy is incredible. Pete is incredible. I love him so much. He's if perfect. you didn't cry watching the amazing trailer. Kingdom Hearts 2. For, or any of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. With you <laughs> and like watching Goofy like turn afraid. Donald, like, just <laughs> don't make me Goofy feel Goofy almost for died, them. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the best part is Mickey looking at Goofy struck down. <laughs> They'll pay for this. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he runs off like an anime boy. Oh, they, they have a goofy death scene, and then they take it back. Yeah. Wow. Well, this isn't anyway, the Kingdom Hearts episode. We'll get to it. This is yeah. This is after his long career as a knight errant. But yeah, uh, right. he settled down and had a son. Right. Like Jim Cummings is also uh, like in. He's Darkwing Duck. He's in yeah. some of the newest yeah, Disney Star Wars stuff. Like he is everywhere. He's been this yeah. since I think like. 87 it's such a distinguished voice like i feel like dan you could probably get pretty close to it if you oh, wanted. i like, wish like that's the thing it's is so low and scary like i don't know how to i don't even know how to describe it impersonations <laughs> are easy in the other movie clubs because those are just normal actors with one voice yeah, exactly these are voice actors that have put the work in this is their like entire life's work bill farmer has been goofy since 87 and wow. yeah it's incredible. How do you even how do you do any yeah. of these? Well, like the same guy that's Pete, I was going to say, like, it, it is like that famously low voice for his villain character. But like, I think this guy's also Winnie the Pooh. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's Tigger. Um, oh, I think he's right. both. Dude. Is he? Oh, I could be wrong. Like those voices sound like they have the same origin to me, but I haven't looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Oh, yeah. No, you're totally right. Nice. Yeah, because it has that like raspiness even yeah. when he's doing like a falsetto yeah. thing. It's like oh, so good. It's like oh, textured and deep <laughs> yeah, sounding. It's wild. Uh, other important trivia facts while we're here: Kelly Martin, the voice of Roxanne, has a bit part in a Mad Men episode, and I had to stop <gasps> oh. everything I did was doing is she a hot to dog? dig into it. Damn, no. no. Who is she? Uh, she's Who is in she? season seven. Um, Waterloo, the mm-hmm. uh, the burger oh. fat burger. Nope. Burger joint. Dancing dream girls when Cooper dies. I wish she is the mom that Peggy is uh, quizzing about Burger Chef. (laughs) Who really needs to get home to cook more not Burger Chef. That's incredible. Yeah, she's had a long and storied career. Dude, the husband who's mad at her is Max. No! (laughs) (laughs) He grew up bitter. Right? Because he couldn't, like, he didn't have the heart to bond with his father like Goofy did. He got (laughs) into parties and Uh pop stars. So he became a fear-based father like Pete. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we're getting to the part where, so... (laughs) Are we? (laughs) Max has successfully... Conquered school. He is now the god king of yeah. the high school through song and of dance. Babes. And babes. And uh he bumps into Roxanne and somehow even after that immense confidence boost, he's still like really <laughs> yeah. lame His around. has no floor. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, <laughs> no she's floor. like, Hey, I wanted to say you were great. And he like knocks her papers down by accident. And oh sadly, my God. Like, <laughs> I think I was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Tripping in front of the person you have a crush on. This is listen, so relatable if, and painful. If any teens, for whatever reason, listen to this, don't ask a girl out by saying like kind of, sort of do it boldly <laughs> and take mm. the no, because there's nothing worse than getting like a message on Facebook at like 1 a.m. being like, I know you're too good for me, but you're really cool and out sometime. And we really like it. If we, but I understand that you're. I. That's the worst. No, nothing yeah. I can less say attractive. from experience that it really feels like a good idea as you're doing it. <laughs> I can't believe you guys think there are teens that will hear this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. 
One day, one of my students is going to find this. It might have already happened. Stop listening. This is completely inappropriate. And off the record, Get out of here. confidential. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be used against me. Oh, my God. But <laughs> anyway, just say it. Just say it and take the nail. It'll hurt, but then you can go home and cry about it or write another song and dance. It'll be fine. Yeah, You'll get through it. Next time I take over an assembly, it's going to be a sad ballad. See how well that goes over. <laughs> well, but the movie says the message that it doesn't matter because your punishment is being taken to Idaho immediately. <laughs> so, yeah, Lake Destiny. I oh, I had no idea what like a blue Lake light special Destiny. is. So I was like, why is there like a sacred blue siren going off that's going to tell Goofy what to do with his life? <laughs> yeah, it never made sense. Yeah. No, it's very heroic. Or like beginning of a quest. And like the, the old map, like his father's or grandpa's like old map of like winding road. It's, it's Walter P. Goofy and Benjamin Goofy are the owners of the map. And then those are scratched out and it says all Goofies. <gasps> and also, Goofy is a last name that is spelled G-O-O-F-E-Y. <laughs> Goofy. Goofy. <laughs> Our ancestors came from France. And then, oh, that explains the accent because they went to the south. Maybe a little... It's yeah, very confusing like that they go to the south. Yeah, but they do go to the south. Uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out where they start, how they go. It was not worth it. Um, but while we're still on the topic of their like questionable ancestry, when he uh-huh. explains his magic fishing technique, the perfect cast, he says mm-hmm. this has been handed down for 12 or 13 generations. And like, Jesus. that's a very long time, unless they all live dog lives. <gasps> like maybe 10 years or so <laughs> oh, God. which no. just raises the teen stakes because there's never gonna be another summer like this for max yeah That's he's right. like my father had me when he was two and then his father was one and a half and <laughs> oh my god it lines okay. up better with like when goofy the character was invented that's all i'm saying just generations from there uh, yeah, the map. I was obsessed with the map. Um, they live in either Pennsylvania or upstate New York, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And they're they're going to Idaho by way of the rest of America. Because even in the montage before, they've made the, like, last chance choice to go to California or not California. There's, like, a scene of them using, like, ski doos on the ocean. Yeah, so oh. we were, I was trying to figure out, like, what lake <laughs> could that possibly be? <laughs> no, it's pretty clearly the ocean. <laughs> like, right. Oh, no. And, yeah, I feel like they hit New Orleans, like, way, way after they have, like, gone through their swamp uh, possum detour. Right. Yeah, the, the mime you're thinking of, I am of, thinking right? of the mime yeah. in, like, the French Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would explain, like, the loop-de-loop, maybe? Oh, I gotta look at yeah. that map again. Come out, come back through the bayou. This is what we then... should do when we retire: is try and recreate this road trip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say try to checkmate Disney on their thirty-year-old B team straight to DVD question mark movies. <laughs> we're gonna really embarrass them at the next panel. Yeah. Like, was this a theatrical release? Even yes, but it was not very was. successful. And the second one was not. A goofy movie, too. A very goofy movie. I looked into it a bit. This was also a sort of like vanity project in that it was like really low stakes. It was a spinoff of a network TV show that uh, Katzenberger was into. This is like before he, you know, exploded and burned every bridge behind him. And why he was also like, don't use Goofy's voice. Get me Steve Martin. 
No. no, don't don't do that. Are you serious? Right, because that's his play. But you know, then he was off and gone. So they just sort of finished it out of like corporate nicety. I think is what the article referenced. And like uh, they yeah. they had their money like in hand, basically. Like you may as well finish the job and get like a reasonable payout for it. Exactly. Like, it, okay. In its entire run, made what Pocahontas did in its opening weekend, and Pocahontas <laughs> came out just like a couple months later. But yeah, yeah. it became a huge, uh, like, video success. Like, this was, mm. and that's where it, like, attained its cult status that it now enjoys. After that a huge sense. bump up in the 2013 live-action music video recreation of uh, After Today. I did research, y'all. Yeah. Um, I, I think that Disney basically got that guarantee with almost any of their straight-to-DVD or, like, second-tier movies. But, like... Um, Exactly. Not yeah, that many kids go to the theater the same way that they will get a video to watch yeah. a thousand times. Well, and it's like they, they've enjoyed this. Okay, full Disney episode upcoming as a main episode. But um, That's like the, the mainline Disney movies, animated features, like definitely just drew in everybody in the world for some reason. Mm-hmm. So they got to enjoy that and like still make like insane profits on their like dumb, cheap mistakes or like dumb, cheap, half-assed things. The thing like, is, like, animation is never cheap, especially, like, before, like, in yeah, the Yeah, it's all, I mean that relatively speaking, but... Um, and, like, in the Western cinema scene, no one else had as much money to put into it as Disney did, right? True. So if you were going to yeah, get any yeah. cartoon success, it was going to go through them. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit down Bluth, yeah. You have to go to their, like, you know, B or C tier stuff to get the animation that looks comparable to like the DreamWorks animation or the other studios animation in the nineties. Um, and there are still sequences in this movie that I remembered looking really, uh, detailed and like, like a lot of frames and, uh, the dance scenes were pretty impressive. Like a lot of beautiful fluid movement. Like you compare that to the sequel, which is also surprisingly funny. Never saw it. If you haven't seen it. It's, some of the stills from it i'll send you some screenshots yeah i've seen those pretty incredible (laughs) but like uh yeah they're they have like such a fluidity to it at least like especially the power line sequences it's really really good for i think some people settle for the typical things living all their lives waiting in the wings it ain't a question of it just a matter of time I don't want to get too far past like the initiating like issue of like the lie. I like. Oh yeah, the whole conceit of the plot and the road trip they go on exactly. is to save Max from his uh, ne'er do well ways, but it spoils his plans to see Roxanne at a party. Mm-hmm. Just so a party he next lies. week. Lies, yeah. He says, oh, I'd really like to take you to this party, but my dad is a friend of the Michael Jackson equivalent, so we're going to L.A. <laughs> to be in the concert. I'll see you from the stage on national it's, television. It's such an extravagant lie. It's a big like, even for an insane cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd go off, I guess, but, like, in that moment, <laughs> could you have just said, like, 
I'll be at the concert. I will, like, and then just say, like, oh, I didn't get a shirt. They sold out. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many more believable lies. It's true. And this is the first Disney test of, like, are you a worse person than uh, our heroes? Like, he's he's such a good dude that later, even after he gets away with it, because he's like a wizard, like a chaos magician that changes reality with his will. He still Goofy? comes clean. Goofy? No, Max. He says this lie mm. and then makes it happen. I mean, that is true. That is true. And it helps yeah, that he like has, ultimately. Uh, like in cartoons, he has a reality-breaking dad. He knows that if Goofy is in any situation, like hijinks will ensue that can't happen to other people. That's a good point. I was yep. talking to Chelsea about this, about how great it would be like to have such a reliable and constant source of like mayhem and mischief in your life. Like you'd yeah, always know it's where it's coming from. And he's very supportive. It would just Kramer keep everything is so zany. Yeah, definitely. Goofy is a Kramer. Kramer is Goofy. Well-intended buffoon. Like, that just somehow can do almost anything. But, like, it's the problem is if you tell him what you need, or if you don't tell him, you're in just as much shit. Like, yeah, something will still go wrong. Like, I think he's like a Tom Bombadil, almost. Yeah. Like, he's kind of unkillable, sure. but it doesn't really matter because he can't, like, affect the plot. He just makes the world more magical by being there. He doesn't, he doesn't have any ambition yeah. or dignity. <laughs> uh, it, it also, as you said, that occurred to me how ridiculously apt uh, or how much of a Donald Duck George is. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's... then Jerry just falls into the Mickey role and Elaine is the girl one. Minnie, yeah, I guess. Or yeah, she can be both Minnie duck. and uh, Daisy. There's a cow. Um, yeah. Mirabelle, I think. Something Sounds like right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you need to, <laughs> like Mickey and Donald get to date within their species. Goofy is a dog <laughs> that hooks up with a cow. That's but the right. cow looks more like him than anything else, yeah. including the dog character, Pluto. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to know what their relationship is. <laughs> if one Pluto of... is a homunculus experiment. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of Disney content to get to. Yeah, you can't put but it all anyway, on a Goofy movie's shoulders. This the whole story is based on not talking to your dad and yeah. not giving your dad lots of hugs and kisses and d- telling him what's going on, and the dad not actually listening to the son and never considering that space is a good thing. The separation of child and parent is hard to accept, but it's a necessary step in having a real friendship. Which, like, I am not prepared for. I am so scared of teens. I am so scared <laughs> of, like, teens just, you know, completely cutting you off com- yeah. or, like, e- detaching from you, especially with our modern technologies. But Goofy is coming at it with a good intentions, but in the worst possible way. Like, yeah, an outsider perspective. Thoughts? It feels really naturally like it is about like they had a story where they had a good relationship and then like the death of a parent created this like unspeakable void. <sighs> but like instead, that's just never quite addressed. And no, it's just never. for for normal dad son growing apart boner dreams reasons. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think that's pretty edible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can unpack that later. I do also like that uh, so many of the things played for laughs with Goofy are like, just like, oh, this guy's like uh, an amazing man by the standards of, you know, 2020. Yes. Uh, he's just like really not afraid to be in touch with his feminine side. He's like not ashamed of it at all. And no. he's like he's doing the going mambo. out of his way. To, yeah, he's doing the mambo. He, he likes what he likes. 
uh, he's a dork, but he's also like, you know, wearing the towel in his hair and like up to his chest and like cleaning the house and like making his lunch and giving him a kiss at the bus stop. And he just like. He's just such he's so he's, such a great dad. I love my dad. I, I think of him like a self-actualized Hank Hill. Like if he Hank Hill had a good right. father, like if, this, yeah. That would be I was goofy. thinking like, of um Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh yeah. That's Oh, a, that's a way better one. That's, yeah. that's right, better. They're more in that genre of happy sitcom dad for sure. Actually, that that adds up a lot because they also seem to be poor. Like Goofy's car is a piece of shit. Yeah. His job sucks. <laughs> Uh, Hal is right on the money. That's it. That's the yeah. one. Oh, Hal. Brian Cranston makes everything better. He does. True. He's so talented. Uh, but yeah, the, the premise of like, if, and it's just like the uh, Seinfeld, if it had cell phones and they knew how to talk to each other, like if they could There's just. There's no conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If they could just be honest for a second and be like, dad, I have a date and I'm really excited about it. And I'm a little incel waiting to happen so could you like give me a break here and mm. son i just want to spend time with you because you're my son and i love you but i understand <laughs> that you need to have your own things but c- c- let's meet in the middle here <laughs> like no exactly it could be but great. that's that's more true to real life where like we know the obvious truths but doing them is yeah, way it harder is, it's yeah. much harder much much harder yeah, I don't I don't know if this is the best time to talk about this, but like Pete in this movie is such like a good, you know, uh, shadow version of of Goofy and Max's yeah. relationship, obviously. But he's like a narcissist mm-hmm. and yeah. has no desire for his son to flourish. So like genuinely doesn't understand Goofy's problem. No. OK, yeah. Most heartbreaking scene in the movie is later when they meet up coincidentally in our camping. Pete has the most intense RV with a bowling alley. He yeah. pulls and he leaves one pin up in his spare, so he screams for PJ, who says, yes, sir, sorry, sir, yes, sir, and kicks the thing over for him, and then he psychs him out on the high five. The psych broke <laughs> he's like my excited. heart. Yeah, Pete. He's excited to celebrate, Yeah, and he won't even give him that. Right? Just they had done a thing together. <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah. And he sets Jeez. him to work cleaning. Pete's a weird, or uh, PJ's a Cinderella figure that is never really oh. addressed or helped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's, I don't know how common like a situation that is to have a dad who's just like completely unhinged and maniacal and demanding. <laughs> but like, I I I hope it's not common. And I hope you're you're getting. I'm getting emotional. I don't want to talk about PJ. He's too sad. Yeah. Too sad. He needs. We never get to see him like and Pete have like a closure in their arc. They just stay miserable. <laughs> exactly. We do we get to, on a brighter note, we do get to see PJ put on a little thick boy smoke show. That's true. <laughs> He's cleaning the RV. Just Sunday all morning. I'm, all I'm yeah. doing is that this, I'm just establishing the, the front and center. This is furry agenda. Never forget. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything alongside is just like incidental. <laughs> Collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ugh. it's a lot to take it. He really can throw that thing in a circle. <laughs> like, <laughs> in a circle. Uh, so I, I wanted to. So when they leave on the road trip, you know, he makes the crazy lie, and then they go, and Max is miserable. And there's the another song that I always remember. The it's open like open road. The open road is very classicy Disney sort of fun. Setting out on an adventure. Yeah, 
Um, there's lots of random characters. Like a guy dying of mob violence, doing a little yeah. song at the back of a truck with cement shoes. A zombie gets up to dance. There are these nuns mm-hmm. that keep coming back, and one has a mouth that's bigger than time and space. Uh, you saw yeah. the mouth. Her yeah. mouth. Yeah. It's out wild. of this world. That's some filler, baby. <laughs> In the context of a movie where everybody is sexy or weird, I stare... I squint at that because I think they're doing something. I just don't get it fully. Yeah. Who's young I see what you're doing. Yeah. I, I'm so paranoid about this because I've been seeing yeah. more and more like, oh, is this secretly a fetish that was inserted? Because <laughs> uh, we live in the future and it turns out the answer was yes. Was, because yeah. like all the time. Yeah, it was. Uh, there's this new conspiracy that like five minute crafts, you know, those like stupid things you see on Facebook. Where it's yeah. like, oh, turn a crayon into lipstick. That like it's actually secret fetish videos because the amount of times they include like weird feet or like popping <laughs> they do a lot of feet, yeah. and stuff. And, and it's like, yeah, like if you look at the people who are actually like viewing it, it's mostly like sixty-year-old <laughs> men. Like, no. <laughs> I didn't know I could feel this way that someone was speaking to this dark, twisted part of me. What other avenue is there to cover a mom foot in hot wax? How do you get there without a lie? To make like a soap scrub for the tub that you also rub your feet on? Like, okay. All right. That's what we need. Foot episode. Anyway, this is, I know it's watch off out, topic, kids. But this is exactly every Yakuza game also. Just while true, we're playing through them. Yeah, you just have to accept so much horniness to like anything in this world these days. I mean, and that that suggests that I am not a weird, horny freak person, which is not true. Yeah, I don't want to let saying. myself off the hook for that, but I feel yeah, like exactly. I'd be crazy not to notice. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, after this song, which I don't really have too much to say about, it has the Mickey Mouse cameo, oh, which yeah. is fine. Um, we have this song where they start the road trip and then enter a desert, which is interesting because now we are in the metaphorical song desert, and like there is. <laughs> There is the possum song, which is almost a song. But even if you count that, there is so much time with no singing until the sad father son. Until they reconcile, right? And sort of get on the same song. team. It's That's it the, is the next hard song. Part. Desert is right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. There's like a montage kind of like there with is. music behind it. But that doesn't count as like a musical song. It would be like it does not. Mm. Yeah, that's like an overture, but in the middle. Yeah. And then so so they have the reconciling song on the water and the waterfall scene. And then that ends. And within one minute, we're into the power line finale. Okay, so there was some Uh, pacing issues here. It is. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we can't get past the waterfall. They're talking about the incredible harmonies in that song. Well, there's. Yeah, dude, I I agree. That's a cute song that we're not looking at. There's so much movie that we skipped over. Yeah, I, I was just Foot's pointing out the song Desert. And we haven't even talked about Bigfoot being a plot device. Yeah, I remember him being like in a lot of the trailers, or maybe I really liked him when I was a kid or something, because yeah. he did it's the stay in a live he's dance. In all the trailers, yes. He was. He leaves a bigger psychic footprint, if you will. Yeah, okay. I'm noticing mm. some issues with this movie because, <laughs> like, all right, they do the Sasquatch thing, they're trapped in the car, they can't get the keys because Sasquatch threw the car the key. Did you say the, the cheese? Cheese, <laughs> Max. Cheese, Not Milo. the cheese. Yeah. Oh, right. Milo's dog. Max is this dog, so they're both this acceptable. <laughs> I'll allow it. Play so, on. They're camping, and they accidentally catch the Sasquatch with the perfect cast, which is adorable because that means it does work. 
Because Goofy, like, the reality breaker, decides to do magic, and then that happens. He rolls a he's 20 a, or a 1, depending on your perspective. Like, <laughs> impossibly strong, because he's like, oh, this has got to be a three-pounder. And like, it's, <laughs> it's nothing to him. <laughs> That's the thing. When they are falling off the waterfall, and Max has to lift Goofy up, and then he hugs him, he is carrying Goofy's full weight in his full extended one arm. This little boy <laughs> suspending and holding his whole dad. Yep. Anyway, uh, so they catch the Sasquatch and uh, the hijinks ensue. They end up in the car and the keys are outside of the car and then they're sleeping and they do the cute hi dad soup thing. But they never show how they get the keys in the morning or what happens to Sasquatch. Like, what? where does he go? Oh, my God, what I forgot. We- <laughs> he just re- re- retreats a little bit. But OK, like the, the, the hi dad soup moment and a moment in the hotel and their reconciling moment like these are all legit like above average quality father-son things in a family movie yeah. like they're they do i don't know if it's nos- like where the nostalgia of it ends uh and my genuine reaction begins but it's great yeah it's so good hi dad soup so good and they deal with their emotions and trust issues and like oh the disappointment you see like when a goofy dude like goofy is legitimately upset it is so yeah. much more potent than like oh, an angry man. pete or whatever that's true I feel like we haven't seen in cinema and like film or TV at the time, like a lot of great dad examples. Like this is around the time of like Liar Liar, which the premise of him just suddenly being a good dad for a day is enough for him to be back in his son's life. Like that's <laughs> pretty th- low bar. This yeah. level of shit dad exists. And then like Goofy comes out of the woods being like incredibly emotionally available, clearly like there for every one of Max's needs, like providing a safe home and yeah. also like an emotional support for most of his upbringing. And this is like one of their first issues, like being separate. And even then he's still trying to like, he has the good intentions and the good uh, like assumptions. And then Pete, his friend just like kind of comes in and fucks him up a little bit so like that's yeah. unfortunate but like mm-hmm. his intention of like oh maybe i should back off a little bit and let him come to me like and that was smart give his son, was- like responsibility and respect <laughs> yeah. also that's yeah, exactly mm-hmm. that's the key one and he like tries to shut pete down on that and then at that point pete just Check reveals a, a, a truth <laughs> oh, that's the closest i can get and it's uh, nowhere uh, it's near good. <laughs> it's good I, I think that what you were saying is is right on the money, Sarah. And it's like it's like they thought, um, you know, the shitty dad trope like m- movie theaters either thought this is more effective or this is just like more what people are expecting to have yeah. like a shitty dad who through magical circumstances becomes a nice dad. Yeah. Like but that's somewhat even if it is more uh, in tune with the American reality, which I think it probably is. Yeah. Uh. Um, it's such a bummer compared to just like give, giving a character who's like, oh, yeah, he's just like a really loving father. I, I come on that side, too, where like I, I like the movies to be kind of aspirational and they're good characters. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not as good as these people, but like it's a nice it makes it, I don't know, sells me on the fantasy of it, maybe. Well, and it is just bad writing and the tradition of like shortcuts in writing for it's like, yeah, this is this is about a character change, but it's like miraculous and sudden. Yeah, yeah. it's like unearned. And that's why it's interesting. And the love for your kids or your own self-inspection or like uh, looking at yourself was never enough to do that, which is like so insulting to your children of like (laughs) 
you've had so long to do this work and it takes it takes becoming santa claus to make you a good dad like okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like the the jingle all the way dad the liar liar dad like all of these right yeah we were talking about that the the hook dad very true like it's like they want to establish that you know being like a you know a, a man obsessed with earning money and like not really interested in children is normal. Like, hey, if you're like this, that's okay because that is what you're supposed to that's be. That's the man's but, job. Yeah. So like, even though they sort of condemn it in like the the themes of the story, like it doesn't actually condemn it as a way of life. It just sort of is meant to be like a reminder. And like, like hey, this yeah, is fixable. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly, <laughs> you know, exactly. It's not yeah. unforgivable to miss all your son's baseball games. It doesn't even get into like the mental load stuff that we're talking about these days of like, okay, well what about the women who have been doing all of this work for like the last 10 or more years, like or your wives who hopefully have left you in some cases have because like you were giving them fucking nothing. You were giving them absolutely bare minimum shit like coming home and either not being present for the kids or probably not helping out around the house. Like, it's just... Yeah, yeah this is the first like, two seasons of Mad Men, tier. first season. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's there's barely, even after the turn, there's, like, barely any real commendation of the, like, pursuit of wealth at the expense of all relationships. It's more just, like, you should also take an interest in your kids. Yeah. Right, um, yeah, keep being wealthy, but... Like, sometimes they'll, they'll do, like, Hook has, like, a bit of one, but it's, like, pretty weak, and they're already extremely fabulously wealthy. Uh, Gonna stop working on weekends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Man, I understand why Why Our Dads was, like, an entire show, because it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was watching a different cartoon. Um, we, we really want to do a Miyazaki movie soon. I hope we do. I was yeah. watching Totoro. And the awesome. premise of that is, like, they li- went to live in the woods while the mom was sick. So it was another dad-centric movie where the dad was taking care of everything, but he made it look so fun and like an adventure. And he was taking such an interest in what his kids were doing in the garden and like learning. And it, it just like, it blew my mind when I was watching it as an adult, like, wow, that's, that's really meaningful. And like, especially when they're going through such a hard time without a mom, like that's so important. And I think we get so many movies on this because like the core like movies are made for, you know, like adult white men in these kind of things. So they like really examined all the different ways that particular shape happened, like all Ooh. the different kinds of working dads. Like imagine if you didn't have a wife, Oh, the strain it would put on you and your son when you're trying to mambo with him. I've never seen Mr. Mom, but I assume that's oh, all I it is. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. Oh man. But anyway, Goofy, a tier dad, S tier even, incredible dad, iconic Definitely. dad. Uh, so wh- where have we left off? I think point? we've explored the core of the important, uh, you know, yeah. the the themes and the main plot thread. Right through spending time together, they learn to like consider each other's interests and like the stops Max chooses and like the way they treat each other. They have gained each other's respect, but they still had this lie Max was on the hook for. <laughs> yeah, the lie continues to exist. Um, after it's been brought to Goofy's attention, we sort of get like a final climactic moment where Max has to choose a left or right on the superhighway. The left will take them to California and the right to Lake Destiny. Um, it's a good moment because Max already realizes that he's done something horrible, even though he does say left. But Goofy's face 
after yeah. they take the left turn where he's so. super angry, disappointed. Like in the hot tub scene in the hotel, he's like really sad and it's heartbreaking. There's really cool lighting and colors in the Neptune hotel. Yeah. I love it. It's like the best looking part of the movie, I, weirdly. I, uh, hate, I hated seeing Goofy shirtless. I hated it. It's very confusing. I don't yeah, want to know. It's, it's not good. I don't want to see it. Raises so and the gloves questions. were still on. Like, <laughs> those don't come off. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff with their feet in this movie. Yeah. Like they're often taking their shoes off and like moving their toes around on their weird like ink black feet. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't. This I, movie's mm. a lot. <laughs> but that face in the car is like it's mostly funny. Uh, he's he's got like the the crunched brow and he's like death glaring at the road with his silly teeth and it's such a weird face to see on happy go lucky goofy i love it so much that's like my favorite frame of the movie mine is still the embarrassed looking at a naked woman pulling his face and twiddling his ear there's something happening to him with that yeah Yeah, absolutely he is compelled in that moment Yeah, maybe his boners corkscrew into his body, and that's what's happening. <laughs> How do you get that? <laughs> Let's talk about the saying. musical resolution. Because, yeah, uh, well, uh, I guess, yeah. Oh, sorry, the waterfall scene. Waterfall <laughs> they have scene. a perilous reconciliation uh, but where the, the cars. The fight yeah. is really upsetting because it's like, oh, it's all your fault. It's your fault. Oh, no, they they express their positions really well, though. Like, I feel smothered, good. and I don't want this, and no I miss you and love you. No matter how old you you'll always be my son. Hit <laughs> real hard. Yeah. 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 Oh, and they go over a waterfall, and once again, the perfect cast has to be used to save a life miraculously, because it's like the most OP tech in the fucking universe this movie occupies yep the inherited reality breaking magic twice does well, three times it? if you count the show yeah then you use the it as a charisma roll. like it, it's yeah. a strength check and then a dexterity use it yeah. anyway <laughs> this is an op item <laughs> right so it is it oh you know what it's like it's like titus with the ject shot oh, from his dad works exactly in every situation no one else can do it it's yeah. the ject shot is final fantasy 10 exactly a goofy movie because it's a road trip oh, to reunite shit. with your dad oh <laughs> all right final fantasy episode just got longer i'm excited <laughs> right so direct cut from grand canyon river wherever yep. to yep. la in the concert, somehow smuggled within the instruments, which is impressive. Yeah, which are being struggled, uh, smuggled during the concert. Like, it's already happening. It's the final number that Max yeah, promised to be a part of. Some lazy... Uh, roadies. Roadies. Like, you're bringing them in now? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. What if we needed but, this one drum and guitar for a <laughs> show where no one plays instruments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just scream. Yeah. And sacrifice humans in giant orbs. Yeah, there's some good, uh, like, Tesla coils. I, I love Powerline's aesthetic. Just so it would be sweet if someone could pull off, like, yeah, I'm. my thing is that I'm, like, electricity-themed. Or, like, <laughs> nuclear power-themed. This is what I'm saying and why I can't watch wrestling anymore. Is like, I don't care what your first and last name is. Pick us, a, like, yeah. a huge, ridiculous, out, bigger-than-life uh, identity. Thank you. Macho Pick an element man or, mm-hmm. or a career. I am the yeah. element man. Yeah. I and I am macho. Jake the snake is close because that's only one first name. Could be anyone. Hell yeah. And it was fine. a snake. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's got a snake. <laughs> what about um, Undertaker? Gold that's dust. good shit. Gold like dust. Is gold dust is fine. Uh, Almost yeah. right. It's, it's fine. He's gold themed. It's fine. Gold yeah. themed. Like it's enough. His special you attack just was homophobia. Be... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's not great. I'm not saying he's perfect. You're right. But he committed saying... to an aesthetic, and that is laudable. The bare minimum is don't be yeah, like yeah. I'm the famous wrestler Brian Johnson. Like <laughs> yeah. you have fucked up. You've blown yeah. this. What about Stone Cold? Yep. He's got a bit. He had he's a regular like name attached to it. But he yeah. had a yeah he had a rock and temperature name as well which is good and snakes somehow if he came in with like a parka I would be a little I would feel a little better about it did but like bending. It's yeah mm. yeah right <laughs> he swallowed a rock <laughs> spits it out like the bad mask <laughs> oh that'd be a good bit like a wrestler that like eats a bunch of rocks at the beginning of the match and mm-hmm. then has like a move where Patui. he hits your head into his stomach and you're like oh no i'm dizzy now because of the rocks <laughs> that's just a kirby video and that's how the kirby games end <laughs> i don't think i'm talking about the exact same thing but yeah point oh is God. just think about it for one minute <laughs> think about it yeah. think about it guys uh so we're in <laughs> concert and max is worried and then he sees hot backup dancers and he literally does the creepy little pervert head, head tilt, turn yeah. to stare at their butts like how far do you have to turn your head to look at a butt like are you trying to helps. see it the sideways so it's like you don't yeah you don't want that like a burger bun is it like, like the <laughs> inquisitive thing like when a dog's like oh yeah it is <laughs> and he is a dog maybe that's what it is you know it makes mm-hmm, more sense mm-hmm. that they'd be invested in butts because dogs don't have boobs so like that's <laughs> their thing they, be. they they don't or i guess they these do let's not uh. please stop <laughs> <laughs> so anyway these dog butts uh i i never noticed i think it's goofy who sees them or maybe it's max he like eventually looks up at Powerline and the backup dancers on the stage yeah. and there's just like a one second shot of their butts dancing they're so egregiously huge and i'd never seen yeah. that before no, or noticed true. that I before i hadn't watched this as an adult yet apparently <laughs> to be like yeah, that's butts you can't sneak them by me again like again we a are juicy all under movie. arrest. <laughs> a juicy movie. <laughs> no lie. No lie. Yeah. But uh, the only way this could end is with wholesome father-son dancing. Uh, yeah. This is where I'm going to put in a very important story. Because uh, the voice of Powerline, Tevin Campbell, is uh, an official friend of the show by way of oh. senior research correspondent Chelsea, my wife. What? Who, what the fuck? Yeah, in her art Instagram, uh, did a series of like the shots of the sky with like electric poles in them, power lines, yeah. if you will. And yeah. guess who's monitoring that tag? <laughs> Tevin Campbell himself. Power line <laughs> likes her power line paintings. And yeah, we're gonna try and get him on the show. Come on over whenever you like, Mr. Campbell. Holy shit, that's iconic. Yeah. I mean, that song was like one of my favorite Disney songs for a long, long time. Like, 
Eye to Eye is a real song. Eye to it's Eye just is a, hella good. It's just a real song. Like It's, it's just a song. Yeah, they wrote the so hell out good. of it and performed it to the nines. If that is a thing that's applicable, it rules. It is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what, the reason we did this episode, we were originally going to do Emperor's New Groove, but I saw a TikTok of a guy dressed as Powerline doing the Powerline <laughs> dance and was instantly compelled Emergency so meeting. intensely. Yeah. Stop whatever had, you're watching right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> After doing- you said it to me, I went and watched every single one of his videos, and they're basically all the exact same dance and music, and I did oh, okay. not care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know it's which just one so is the good. We, That's how good the song is. Yeah. And now I got to learn how to do that dance. And man, I wish I could dress up as Powerline for Halloween this year, but that's not going to work for many reasons. Anyway. Uh, That'd be tough. <laughs> how much of a furry suit do you need for it? I like know. before you start putting on the Michael Jackson outfit. That's my that's question. That's the beauty <laughs> of girls dressing up because Roxanne is like the easy go to if you're like kind of a redhead. And you just need a fake nose. A little thick. Yeah, like you can <laughs> just do the nose and, and then people get it. And animated Topanga instantly. Yeah. Oh. I was also going to say Topanga adjacent. Yeah. Mm. Oh, heavily inspired Topanga. Uh, but yeah, like iconic. Iconic! He fucking serves this uh, dance. And the perfect cast back one last time for a uh, TikTok dance because it, it works surprisingly well. Goofy's got. Goofy's he got schmoves. Move. He schmoves. This is true. Reality doesn't affect him. Cartoon rubber hose and physics make for excellent dance and music videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. I like that when he enters through the same orb that they had a backup orb. Or Goofy enters through a backup orb for Powerline, but this one but is actually one electrocuted. Is yeah. <laughs> it's lethally, yeah. Oh, I wonder if that's like a, if, if we can count foreshadowing with the Wallace Shawn electric chair comment. <gasps> oh my god. Uh, into... <laughs> it's Goofy that suffered for not trusting his son. Yeah, Goofy gets a public execution. Um, yeah, no, that's wild. Anyway. Um, oh, uh, uh, the yeah, I read it as, like, another reason security wasn't called is Powerline knows he's going to get sued to shit. This electrocuted <laughs> man isn't cool about it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll flail around like he does. I'm a professional. Doesn't miss a beat. He's not even, like, Goofy survives, and so that's why Powerline's happy and okay to keep performing. The he's security like, oh, guard does not survive. Cheers! <laughs> <laughs> The crowd loves it. This just became a ritual sacrifice. Everyone is jazzed. I There were a few things in this movie that I think were taken directly from The Little Mermaid. Like, you know, when they use the animation cells of that and fish like, recolor that Goofy's them? foot, mm-hmm. yes. So there's the fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that one I thought was just actually like a reference okay. because the Probably. animation wasn't the same. But when uh, Bigfoot's being pulled through the water, there's a fish scared reaction that is a flounder reaction. Yep. And then I I could be crazy, but the way that the giant security guard is like 
chasing Max where he's like using his shoulders to like fast, weird, big fat guy military crawl, I think is using the Ursula version. Oh, of my that. God. <laughs> yeah, the terror crawl, like the unstoppable yeah, Ursula. scary crawl. Yeah. Oppressive chase. More. Yeah. But Holy there are shit. a few things where I was like, maybe. Yeah, that could be a recolor. <laughs> they they have to do it a lot. It's so expensive because like a lot yeah, of the time yeah. they either have to like film someone doing a movement to understand it or it Absolutely. looks Absolutely. And to, to clarify, I do not think this is a gotcha. I just think it's really neat yeah, exactly. to yeah. notice these things. And it's yeah. so wild, the stuff they go through. One of the other things I learned is that uh, the camera they use to, you know, film the cells of the animation as it goes uh, had a burned out pixel. So they had to like reshoot or like recapture the images on like 75% of this movie at one point. Ooh. They missed the original Whoa. release date because they're like, yep, yeah, uh, there's a little black dot in every shot. In these. Oh my God. Yeah. Before the days of being able to retouch it afterwards. Oh my God. That's a nightmare. That's yeah. a nightmare. Right? Like it's a miracle oh. any cartoon was ever made. <laughs> kind of. It is. No, it's true. Well, any any other thoughts on a Goofy movie? We, we get like the closing sequence where they're happy and uh, they make it back in time and Roxanne is blown away and he still comes clean, which is a good boy move to do. Yeah, to he's like, a real hero. His dad tells him to be honest. <laughs> and he is. Yeah, he chooses. He do be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah he has a good line. Goofy has a good line of like, well, if she... If she doesn't take it well, then maybe she's not the right one for you. Or like, if it doesn't work yeah. out, and that's okay. That's because rejection is okay and normal. Yeah, yeah. that's a good lesson for mm-hmm. teens. It's Definitely. okay. <laughs> well, and it's like there were kind of red flags for this earlier when he was like, "I'm really sorry, but I have to go on a family vacation, and so I can't go to the party." And she's like, "It's fine. I'll get a new boyfriend." Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> like. That reaction is more is the most reasonable reaction among all of his incel takes. Yeah, I agree. That was pretty intense. But, you know, I get I guess she's disappointed. Right. It's like I I didn't read it as like, I guess I'll find a new boyfriend entirely. But I thought it was her like letting him off the hook in a way that also made him think incriminatingly immediately. Yeah, I I guess you're right. What's the line? Like, I'll go with someone else. Find someone else to go with, I guess. Yeah. Well, there was that hot guy, that himbo, who oh, was like, yeah. kind Your of in her a little bit. Yeah. You go to the party. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't find out, but Dante Bosco is additional voices in this. And I, oh. I was racking my brain trying to figure out really? which like, team who is he? he is. I don't know. Additional voices. Maybe he's that mean boy at the Possum Lodge. Oh, is he the nerd? Talk to me. Talk oh, to my me, God. Talk to me, <laughs> okay, that actually that might be That sounds it. the most right. I'm thrilled. That is now how like it him. is in my head. Yeah. The guy who's dressed as Captain Kirk. Spock, <laughs> damn you. Like one of, he's with a guy dressed like Kirk. I couldn't remember yeah. which one it was. Science <laughs> officers wear blue. We know this. I, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, flipping my table. Listening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this movie for all of its faults because like it definitely was a little strangely paced, but it's for kids, which is fine. Uh, 
I think that it has some really wholesome moments and amazing musical sequences, and it's only an hour 12, so feel free to give it mm-hmm. an hour 12 of your life, because it's it's a good time. Well spent, yeah. Yeah, well spent indeed. That's the thing, is it succeeds. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it went to make a family drama in that just happened to be Disney cartoons, and I think really came up with something that resonated with people. Otherwise, <laughs> why would we be talking about it? Why would be? <laughs> they managed to get like enough '90s tropes in there, like the pizza, the skateboarding scenes. Max too. is technically wearing Jinkos the whole time. The whole time, <laughs> Jinko boy. Like, how uh, could that ever be real? Michael Jackson, loosely. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh dear, and um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's it's a bopperino, and uh, if we listen to each other's hearts. Fine, we're never too far apart. And maybe, 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 <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> Love is the reason why. Right, like that's the voice I want to be able to do the most. Is <laughs> the like I to I hook singing lady. I know yeah. she's the lady serves. who Goofy already curves Goofy on. saw yeah. everything. Max is new mom. <laughs> yep. Fucking work. Work girl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Final think, thoughts. Uh, a plus. Do we rate things? We could start rating movies. <laughs> I give this a D for delightful. No. I give this a F for furry agenda. Oh, yeah. Five. Oh, never mind. Don't. Jesus. Don't say it. There's a line, Tom. <laughs> you we can't let them know how much we know. Mm-hmm. We then they win. They already won, Sarah. Look around you. This is the Terminator 2 intro. Except it's a f- sexy fox stepping on your skull. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I would be more comfortable with like an out furry in office than like a lot of the you know, <laughs> political figures we see today. <laughs> we sound like uh, all of those conservatives who fell for the fake story of like the school installing litter boxes yeah. for furry students. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, no, it's really happening. <laughs> I think anything up to that point is fine. Yeah, they're not they're not doing weird shit in school bathrooms. They're just fucking each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, this has been a really wholesome and pleasant Sunday morning with my family. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. If you listen to the uh, Goof Troop SNES soundtrack while we're talking about it, it feels more wholesome. (laughs) I'll I'll end on that. Yeah. We'll, We'll close her out. Yeah, I was going to say Thanks everybody From Paragon Marathon And our, what are we, the Goop Troop? Did we come up with that already? (laughs) (laughs) We are Who am I kidding, we are We always slime together (laughs) (laughs) Goop Troop Slime can't last forever
don't goof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. I'm stopping. One of End those of will work. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Try this. <clears throat> oh, <yo. laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I feel like I was being eaten by the T Rex from <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh. My T Rex tried to do a terrible goofy. <laughs> oh, oh God! Yahoo-hoo. I almost died. I felt my throat about to fall out. <laughs> when you walk away, you won't hear me say. Nailing it. Ah. Uh.